Well, I can see you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff, Code, and Beaver. <laughs> Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move to lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. Motherfuckers act like they got them buff coat and beaver. Part Eminem, part Boomhauer, all gold, baby. Welcome in to the penultimate episode of season three of Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butthead podcast. I am Clay Cunningham. Adam Kurtz, as always, is here. Adam, let, let the folks hear your sparkling voice. I thought Slim Shady was in the house. You well, you sounded just like him to me. And boom, how are my ass? That was, you're the rap god. Oh, thanks. That's yeah. uh, it's always been a dream of mine. Well, I mean, that's not entirely true, but uh, well, if I seem if if there's any at any point seem distracted today, uh, we're recording this on the first day of March Madness, and my national runner-up pick is in danger of losing to a 15 seed. So I apologize in advance, but who cares? Uh, Oh, well, all right. Hey, hey, I think hey, this game will be like two weeks old by the time. So I, th- I think news will, if St. Peter's beats Kentucky, that'll reverb for weeks. But we're not here to talk about UK basketball, Adam. We are here to talk, as always, about Beavis and Butthead. In particular, this week, uh, we're talking about a couple episodes where Beavis and Butthead go to the doctor. The episodes will be chatting it up about our rabies scare and patience, patience, as you pointed out last week, Adam, patience spelled P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S. Clever nod to, you know, being a doctoral patient. That's not the right word. Who gives a shit? Rabies scare. <laughs> episode one aired March 18th, 1994. It was the fourth episode of season four, written by Christopher Brown and Mike Judge, directed by Mike Judge. Synopsis, Beavis is bitten by a dog and ends up having to go to the hospital for rabies injections. Adam, it's our second dog bite-themed episode in a couple weeks, but what do you have to say about rabies scare? Hey, I just want to let our listenership know that you told me before this to keep it tight, keep it clean. <laughs> so solid, solid uh, listen to yourself. Practice what you preach. Oh, well, that's fair enough. But too fair. I mean, we're not even two and a half minutes in yet, so I think okay. it's going. And now you're the rambly one. Yeah. Well, rabies scare, Clay. It starts, starts out, uh, Beavis and Butthead are walking along, eating some nachos, and they come across a giant dog. I'm going to say it's a pit bull, but then you'll have pit bull owners. Oh, it's the person who raises the pit bull. The pit Whoa. bulls are just my, my sister being one of those. <laughs> I was going to point that out. I thought it was this. <laughs> he just aired some raises fa- the pit bull. <laughs> he just aired some grievances with the family <laughs> here. Um, so there's a, there's a mean dog, and then... Uh, Butthead says, uh, I hear if you just act like you're not scared of it, it won't attack you. And uh, there's something in our lives, Clay, uh, if our listenership just keeps going up and we tell our boring personal story. So we'll get to that later. Yes. um, I know what you're talking about. So uh, Beavis says, how do you do that? Well, he lifts his leg to the dog and the dog, of course, bites the shit out of it. Um, So... The next day, uh, Beavis, I'm assuming it's the next day, maybe it was the morning and they were having nachos, you never know. 
but they go. Beavis goes to school with the wound clearly open, and uh, Butthead is asking if people want to touch his bone. Um, and they're putting Alka Seltzer tablets in Beavis's mouth to make him look like he has rabies. I enjoyed the disinfecting of the wound with a sports drink, though. That was uh... <laughs> sports drinks have nutrients. <laughs> I love, yeah. But had just the dead-eyed look on his face, basically looking at the camera. Too. <laughs> um, Buzzcut. We get another Buzzcut. Where Buzzcut not happy to start this one off because the government stepped in and not allowed him to use a nightstick on the students. Apparently, um, he is the judge, jury, and jailer of the class. Um, he yells at the the guys and uh, tells Butthead to get uh, Beavis to a hospital, which he does. Um, and then once the guys get to the hospital, they clock in or they check in as Rodney Munch, Rod Munch, if you will. Yes. Um, I love, the doctor makes this episode for me. I love him, start to finish. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. I feel like we've seen him before, but my memory's not so good. But uh, the doctor uh, comes in with the uh, the thumb removal trick, um, <laughs> to which Butthead just says, "You're stupid." <laughs> that's I that yeah that's that's that that steals the episode for me because I just love like the because yeah well if you don't remember I mean I I don't, I don't know if this was everything but I know our gym teacher pretty much did this every class but oh, we're yeah. like we loved stick it, one, though. we were the yeah, opposite oh. Yeah, you stick your thumb between two, and then you pretend like you're pulling it off. And just something, you know, I like clever wordplay in comedy, too. But also, like, if you really hit just a super blunt joke, that's, like, heaven to me. And just butthead, just, <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> like just you know, one of those weird moments where you just see that Beavis and Butthead, in their own way, just do not suffer fools. <laughs> it's just, it's great. Correct. Um. The doctor goes into, uh, you know, asking Butthead about it, or Beavis about his symptoms and uh, talking about how they'll have to find the dog and decapitate him if he does have rabies. Uh, but uh, it comes it comes to find out that the, the solution for rabies, since that's what Beavis is saying he has, though he probably doesn't, what uh, the, there's has to be 18 shots to the gut. I didn't look this up, but that sounds unpleasant um <laughs> yes yes it does <laughs> so uh when they get home they're watching tv and it looks like some sort of educational show is on talking about how rabies only takes five shots to cure now um and they're saying obviously that doctor doesn't watch television what made the episode for me is the flashback to the doctor rod munch huh yeah. <laughs> just laughing maniacally that's how the episode horror, yeah, horror, horror movie music yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, i just said like beavis and butthead don't suffer fools and clearly this guy doesn't either he was not uh, putting up with that rod munch bullshit he came in with a kind heart and kept the act up he was the, the joke was on beavis with the 18 shots to the gut so uh, the doc really made it for me in this episode. Uh, what were your thoughts, Clayton? Well, it's well. First, I, I'm just curious to know, like, other than plot convenience, why were Beavis and Butthead watching that show? <laughs> I don't. It was on TV. They didn't. Want yeah, to change the yeah. Um, well, I know you're gonna what you're gonna reference your story later involving a dog. I actually didn't. I, I thought of another one because, um, just another story from my life. Uh, 
both of my parents within probably the last five years have been bitten by stray dogs. Oh, wow. And I've had, I remember, and it's happened to me a couple times where I'm either like walking or on a bicycle and you just, you see them kind of run out. And this, the only thing this was missing was like a laissez-faire owner trailing behind like, oh, he won't hurt you. <laughs> just, I mean, I, I can't. I'm with you on this. I, I don't like big dogs. I, uh, you know, you go into somebody's house, they got a big dog, it's, it's paws on your face, it's scratching your whole body. Oh, he just played with the puppy. I, get yeah. your dog off of me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah, stand yeah. it. It's, and it, it's kind of, yeah. And that's a little different. I mean, the guess the dog was tied up, but there was no owner. But yeah, just, uh, uh, but yeah, tell, tell the story you're going to tell because oh, it's, well, uh, <laughs> it's a good one. If there's any doubt in anybody's mind, I think this was an attempt that either one of two things was happening. Clay and I were either walking home from a park that was less than two miles from both of our houses and we actually got lost or we were making a conscious effort to try to get lost. I think it was the former where... Oh, absolutely. It was. <laughs> where, so we're walking the wrong way away from our homes from a park and uh, just kind of off. The, there's not a lot of pedestrian areas to walk off, off to a street. And this person, for some reason or another, opens up their front door. And these two dogs come screaming at us. And I, uh, I stop with Butthead's theory. And it worked. Both dogs passed me by and just continued to chase you. I don't think you were bit, but man, you had, Dude, there no, had to be. They got hit by a car. Oh, that's right. I think it was just one dog. I don't yes. think there were two, but yeah, it got hit by a fucking car. <laughs> what an odd. It, and, I don't and, mean to laugh at that. I love dogs. I really do. Not big dogs that jump on me when the owner's right there. But yeah. uh, yes, I forgot about the dog got hit by a car. But, but and, yeah. and I, I remember it kind of like doing like the shrieking thing, but I remember it walking back into the house. Yeah. So it wasn't that bad. And, and weirdly enough, um, you know, we're already plotting for our next season. We have another episode that makes me think of that encounter that you just described. Not not that specific part, the whole getting lost thing. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. For whatever reason, that never occurred to me. But, yes. Well, it should have. That was a weird, I know. weird like, 45 seconds of our lives. Very weird. Um, also, one thing we didn't mention that I like, too. Um, I, I think it just... Uh, you, more poor Beavis stuff because you see like Butthead has legit fear in his eyes when the dog is out and he's saying like I heard if you don't act scared it won't attack you and Beavis just looks completely dead in the face but yeah the dog just <laughs> goes to town and just creates a festering wound that they also stuck one of those like compasses in not not like not not like uh, you know the directional the thing compass. yeah yeah the mathematic tool and, uh, yeah, but, um, it's a, yeah, solid episode. I really, yeah, I, I'm with you. The doc, the interactions with the doctor are, uh, what, what kind of make it and, um, just a really simple premise and, um, kind of, you know, <laughs> second episode and a couple, we actually had to readjust the, the episode, the way the episodes came out here. Cause we actually had this going right after our discussion of bad dog. It's like, oh, wow, I two consecutive Double weeks dogs. where Beavis gets ripped to shreds by dogs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's a solid episode all around. Um, how about the videos? Are they solid? Well, I'll let you be the judge, Adam. We got a four 
Parter. Not going to go for that four farter nonsense again. Uh, we have Words by Missing Persons. Easy by Faith No More. The Body by Public Image, Public Image Limited. And Judgment Night by Biohazard and Onyx. Adam, what you got to say about the music video collection here? Uh, these were fine. Uh, Missing Persons got the channel change, and there were lyrics in it. Uh, Do you care? Which they both yeah. said no. Do I care? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, you only got 25 seconds. Um, which yeah, it was interesting. I, I believe there was cleavage in that video, so I feel like the boys didn't even... They didn't care. I mean, and and this really is stopped. one week after they praised the video for like a, a guy gyrating his, his dong yeah, and speed. We, like, what's going on? I don't know. Well, the channel gets changed to Faith No More Easily, and uh, we did notice that uh, Beavis carries with him an Afro pick. He yes, volumizes his hair. That was really funny to me. Like, just because yeah, he just mentioned combing his hair, just <laughs> he just cuts back and he just. He got called Going. a monkey spank for it, which that's even a rare insult there. Um, I also like that they said Sunday morning sucks and Sunday afternoon ain't no picnic either. <laughs> well, um, outside of football Im season, I, I tend to agree. <laughs> public image LTD, Clay. I noticed Johnny Rotten, the front man of them, uh, the oh. former lead singer of the Sex Pistols. Uh, Beavis's voice was also weird in that video to me. Maybe I was just off listening to it. And then the Biohazard, the only tidbit I had is uh, Biohazard, the lead singer Evan Seinfeld. Uh, they actually got accused of white supremacy, though two members of the band were Jewish. And they essentially said, yeah, the lyrics were, but we were doing that just to garner a fan base early on, which I'm like, I don't know about that one. Very weird. But Evan Seinfeld's uh. second cousin of... Your boy, Jerry Seinfeld. Is that right? Yes. That's uh, I, I, how do you feel? How does Jerry feel about the anti-Semitism? I didn't, I didn't see any information on that, but uh, yeah, weird yeah, stuff. Um, um, yeah, you hit everything on the first two. What's your opinion of Faith No More? I know there's a lot of people who are like. Um, I think it's. I don't know if it's a polarizing band, but people that love them really love them. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I've given them enough due outside of. Uh, what's that? Is it epic? Is that what's the, yeah. what's the, epic. outside of that song? I, I I couldn't tell you anything. But people that like them say they're revolutionary. So, well, to each yeah. their own. I, you're, I mean, it sounds like you wanted to push mm. back on that. I I mean, I guess I don't have like a thorough opinion, but from what I've heard, I think they're kind of overrated. Just uh, that's a. Uh, Maybe Mike Patton is my Chris Cornell. That's uh, a. <laughs> okay. But um, all I wrote, yeah, I did the same. Things you know it's about the first two. All I wrote for public image LTD is Beavis smokes because there was a brief shot of him trying to light a cigarette, <laughs> which caught me off guard. And um, yeah, one thing I noticed, like yeah, you talked about Biohazard there, but with Onyx, I like they mentioned that Onyx is cool because they're pissed off. And I remember, I mean, do you remember the song Slam? I know that was Onyx. It's Slam. Da, da, da. Oh, like, that yeah, was yeah. their big, and I, I kind of like those guys were intense. I, that's yeah, what I remember from. They always were kind of scary, and then I just. They, it's weird yeah. that they are with Biohazard. If I mean, if Biohazard is yeah, pretty white supremacist lyrics early on, 
and well, Slam being primarily a black group. And, well, that's... Uh, maybe that, 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 that Seinfeld was, wasn't lying. The, the crossover appeal, I guess. Yeah. The, but, um, the hardcore hip-hop scene, you're about it. Oh, I'm I'm bowdy bowdy and bowdy rowdy. Anywho, um, that's I think we're gonna wrap up part one, but we will be right back with part numero two. Patience, patience. Right after these words from the good folks today. So, Rod, I understand you got bit by a dog. Well, don't be scared, because look, a dog bit my thumb off once too, Rod. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back with Buff Coat and Beaver, Clay and Adam as always. We've got turds in our butt, and we love to strut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what's great about having a podcast is, or just anything like this, if if you're taking a shit at two in the morning and something passes through your head and it makes you laugh, you can share it. You can subject people to it. It's, uh, so you're welcome, the dozens of people who listen to this. That's show. right. But uh, but anyway, Adam, as promised, we were going to talk about the episode. Patience, patience. You've got the details. Season four, episode twenty five. Aired July 12th, 1994. And the synopsis is this, Clayton. Beavis and Butthead pay a visit to the medical clinic. You've got thoughts on this episode. Please do tell. Yeah, it's uh, it's got a nice, almost separate from the rest of the episode start, but still pretty good. As we can see a woman just reading a magazine in the lobby, and we hear a voiceover. For, yeah. It's like, please don't sit here while, as Beavis and Butthead come in. And Beavis, Butthead, who's there to get his braces worked on, is just going to town on a candy bar. Looked like a Butterfinger, I'm going to guess, which, good candy bar, but I, I, I don't think there's any that gets stuck more than that one. But, um, <laughs> sure. but uh, yeah, it sets uh, sets the tone for some really good stuff in the doctor's office because then we go in to see B- uh, Butthead getting his braces adjusted. And, ugh, that's... Uh, I don't think you ever had braces, no. Adam, but I, I did, and it's, oh, it's all too relatable. It's like seeing him squirmy in there as he's got, like, that scraping tool. Like, anytime he touches it and Butthead just starts kicking, oh, it's... It, it, it hits almost too close to home uh, for me, but uh, and he he squirms so much that the uh, is that a, is it a nurse or the the dental hygienist I there believe is which is um, uh, they have a debate on whether or not they should give him nitrous, aka laughing gas, which uh, the doctor initially decides to, and this is a great scene of just like animation where like you see it, they put it on him and, and butthead is just you know just naturally, oh, 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 and i love the way his eyes just pop open and then he just passes out because it's just another just sort of like small detail kind of thing that i you love the have... doctor's reaction to it the the dental hygienist and the dentist reaction orthodontist reaction to it as well as just a mouth a gape like oh <laughs> yeah we shouldn't it's... have done that and it's like you don't have to do it, but they do, and it 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 does add to the experience. Sure. And um, well, I talked about my relatability here. This also, but you will be able to relate to. Uh, Butthead ends up uh, 
getting his uh, jaw wired shut. Now, Adam, you uh, had a little bump on the jaw when we were in, in uh, <laughs> yeah. middle school. And uh, tell the six, folks at home about having your, your jaw wired shut. Six weeks had her wired shut. So, yeah, it was as unpleasant as it sounds. I luckily was still young enough where I had missing teeth where I could, like, shove some food in there. Uh, but mainly just lived off boost, that uh, old person's drink, which oh, yeah. I still have hankerings for. You know, I think I drank it so much, but yeah. Um, couldn't brush the inside of your mouth, though, so I had some really, like, rank breath, too, more so than usual. But. And anybody who knows Adam at all, he, like, he takes immense pleasure in telling people that their breath stinks. So that was... Uh, <laughs> The, the shoe was on the turned. other foot oh. for six weeks. Yeah, but, so, um, yeah, it wasn't fun. I, I that, that did hit too close to home, too. This is uh, an episode of pain for us. I think anything that has like involves dental work of any kind is mm. going to be relatable to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. But like as that's going on, um, we go cut out to the lobby, and Beavis is reading a Highlights magazine, and um, the receptionist notices that he's holding it really close to his face, and... Uh, Sends him back to the uh, the eye doctor, um, and naturally, I love the fact that uh, Beavis eventually fails the test simply because he doesn't know how to read. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, um, at first, you're like, hmm, I wonder if he can't say. Oh no, he he just doesn't know what the letters are. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, I love too because he looks through the uh, it's not a view master, whatever it's called, but uh, it's kind of wedges in in a way to where he's it looks vaguely butt shaped to where he said this is like looking into a toilet and um also to um this is the highlight and this one's hard to explain because it's a purely visual gag well eventually he goes through like the nurse tells him like you're not going to get out of here until you read one letter and she and he says oh just like at a random, just like responding to her, but naturally she's pointing to the letter O. Yeah. Which, you know, but anyway, she she goes up, she hands him a sucker and a pair of glasses, and like he puts, I mean, and just obviously like she's of the impression that he's like legally blind. He puts these glasses and it's almost like I, he's cockeyed. <laughs> I, it, it, it's like it's just so bug. Like his eyeballs go like almost quadruple the size, and just seeing him sit there is. Oh, but I don't know. I, I I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. It's the Coke bottle lenses where it's just his eyes are just completely taking up the entire uh, area of the lenses. Yeah, and he's like cockeyed. His eyes are all going all over the place. It was it just something. I just too like just the whole fact like him like putting the sucker in his mouth and just like that <laughs> sitting there with the lollipop. It's 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 an amazing visual gag and. Um, well, and we talked about, you know, the theme being, you know, Beavis and Butthead go to the doctor. Really, we could have also just called it episodes where the doctors messed with Beavis and Butthead because uh, yeah, the orthodontist doesn't even explain why he shut Butthead's mouth. <laughs> Clearly, I mean, there's just some sort of vendetta. And then not only that, just like blatantly taunts him by offering him a sucker and then just, oh, I'm sorry. How silly of me. You'd have to be able to open your mouth to enjoy this. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> just pure joy in his voice, just getting uh, depriving uh, Butthead of this, which is some, I don't know who did the voice there, but that was some really good acting. And, um, you know, the eye doctor, I think, is also kind of you have to think that there was something antagonistic there because it's clear as day that the problem is that Beavis is just illiterate. 
Because at one point, like when she's going to like, you know, read this part of the chart, he says, uh, X, that's a letter, right? <laughs> like, but, um, and we get through all that. And weirdly enough, we have kind of an inverse of no laughing because, yeah. uh, they're, they're in health class and, uh, uh, Buzzcock. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, it starts off too. Yeah. Well, with him giving the, the gas to where he actually can laugh, which we already kind of talked about, but Buzzcut is, uh, he's written the word sexual intercourse on the chalkboard and tells Butthead basically, like, you've, you've waited your whole life to say this. Like, say it now. <laughs> I don't know how word, he either couldn't see or word didn't get back to him that his jaw was wired <laughs> shut. But then just like, and exasperated, get out! <laughs> and then um, he tells Beavis to try it too, and Beavis can't read because um, he can't see it, and then he kicks them both out. Get a great little gag of Beavis running into the door on the way out, and um, that's kind of how it ends. Like, there's a lot happens in this episode. It's like, it's only, it's like seven and a half minutes, and it's, there's so, there's a ton of stuff going on. Like, it's a lot to juggle almost. And I mean, I think if you really look at, like if you dissect it, like it, it kind of feel like the ending you could feel, say kind of feels tacked on, but I thought it all worked. It's a lot. I mean, I think it's, it's funny and it's, it's fun. And even though that's, is a little bit of repeating, you know, the, a well-loved gag from uh, no laughing. I still thought that was a good way to end the episode. And just, and again, more, you alter their appearance at all, like Beavis with the glasses. You've basically gotten me hook, line, and sinker. I've got one beef that I think oh, derails please. the whole episode with me, Clay. Okay. The whole episode? The whole episode. I couldn't get past. Who scheduled the appointment and what makes them attend this? For them to attend a scheduled appointment, I mean, is he a walk-in? Is there a problem with the braces? Like, I... I, I, they just don't seem attentive enough to go to the dentist, to the orthodontist. What percentage of Beavis and Butthead plot lines could you attach that <laughs> argument to, honestly? I mean, for real. I don't know why this one bothered me. I still enjoyed it. Don't let me, I, I'm, I'm, this is just kind of uh, uh, manufactured beef here, but I did write that down. Who, who scheduled this appointment and how were they on time? It seemed like it. I mean, props yeah. to them that they either scheduled the appointment or were on time. But well, Beavis, uh, I mean, I, 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 Beavis just got into the uh, yeah. the eye doctor too. Um, and so I'm gonna I shout out remember. optometrist. I always optom putting an optometrist and an orthodontist in the same episode creates hey, some confusion not? there. But um, shout out to Highlights Magazine, though. I think Highlights Magazine is touched so many times in pop culture. I was watching The Simpsons the other day; it was referenced. Highlights Magazine, some staying power. We still get it at the house. My daughter loves it. I love it. Goofus and Gallant, too. It's still, I mean, still reference. It's still in the magazine. I was so. going to say, because Beavis says Goofus is cool. Yeah. I, I thought that would be right up your alley. Yeah, but yeah, a, a dentist office staple. No, oh, no, no, no question. Yeah, it was great. So, no, but uh, yeah, I do enjoy both, both episodes with a medical professional ending up really hating their patient and <laughs> screwing them over. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what didn't screw us over, Clay? There was only two videos. No. Fresh Prince and uh, Jazzy Jeff, I Want to Rock, and Kate Bush, Love and Anger. 
Well, I, I would say it surprised me because, you know, with uh, The Fresh Prince, you know, they made reference to, you know, what was a popular television show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at a time. And they they said that Carlton was cool. That's uh, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. And I certainly wouldn't have thought Beavis and Butthead <laughs> would have been of the impression yeah. that he was, sure. he was cool. But um, it also mostly just reminded me of, I know it's on now, but have you seen like all that stuff with that? Yeah, uh, the they rebooted it, and it's like a dramatic show called Bel Air. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've not watched it, but I've seen. It. I well, I haven't either. That's just like a lot of time. Like I, I mean, a lot of times when I see stuff with reboots, I wonder why. That one I thought was particularly because I I want to say like. A lot of people seem to be of the impression that The Fresh Prince was a lot better than it is. I, I watched a few episodes recently. It's not good. I, I mean, really, what sitcom from the 90s can you... Outside of Seinfeld one, for yourself. But. but that one has, like, people put, like, some gravitas. I think it's all just because there's one episode where Will Smith, like, passionately tells off his dad who abandoned him. Yeah, that that I will admit is handled better than you'd normally see something like that on like Full House or whatever. But all told, it's not it's not that good. I'm sorry, people. It's just it's not that good. And I'm gonna go out on a limb without seeing it and saying that Bel Air probably isn't that good. Isn't that a, like behind the scenes though of like the making of that show? It's not like The Fresh Prince, is it? I, maybe I'm wrong. No, it's like a drama series. Oh, like it's enough. about. A, well, I'm it, gonna check I, it out and I'll report back. Okay, well, I, I look forward to what you have to say. Um, I, I did like, uh, the Kate Bush video is probably my favorite of any of the ones we talked about here. Um, I like that, you know, she has background dancers who they refer to as uh, Mr. Bungholio and his twirling fart knockers. <laughs> yes. And then just, uh, oh, a great butthead zinger because uh, they're complaining and Beavis is telling him he could change the channel out of butthead's responses. I shouldn't have to do that. She should just shut up. She's the one who sucks. <laughs> Good line. But, uh, oh, your thoughts? Man. Oh, no, you had everything. The, the backup dancers and then the title was fantastic. Um, Kate Bush, I just wanted to mention, I, I feel one of, I told you this, one of the most underrated songs of the 80s is Running Up That Hill. Uh, by Kate Bush, but that video is equally as bad as Love and Anger. It's a terrible video, great song. So that's all I've got. Okay. Um, well, we're I I get the hankering that we might disagree again at it. We should keep a tally of how many times we have this year. But uh, what's your favorite episode of the two? The uh, rabies rabies scare for me it was my favorite my favorite one out of this. That doctor at the end just. That, even that last line, Rod Munch, huh? <laughs> like with this syringe that the doctor from Rabies Scare put her over the top. That was the needle pusher for me. And that's, uh, well, I mean, he's he's definitely the highlight. Yeah, I, I do like the end, but yeah, the, the you're stupid bit is, uh, that's my favorite individual moment of the two. I I, I think I'm going to disagree, though. I'm going to I think patience, patience. One, I think it's more consistently funny, and it's just, it's kind of almost like a juggling act. It almost feels like it should be overstuffed. Like, they're, they're, they're almost, you could argue that there is too much in this episode, but I thought it all came together nicely, and just, man, it's, 
if you if you ha- if you if we haven't described it well enough, seek out the scene where Beavis puts on the glasses because it's <laughs> it's really funny. But uh, man, it's we're well we're a week away from our season finale. We're gonna have to do a tally on just. I mean, what have we had? Probably like seven disagreements here. I can't even fucking look at you anymore. <laughs> Well, hey, update real quick to the game that won't be uh, it's a four-point lead for the Cats over the Peacocks. I have N-O-T. St. Peter's 79-76 with 56 seconds oh, to go. Oh, man, I'm way behind. So look at that. We've got to get off the air. I'll tell people how they can get a hold of us, Clay. Uh, go to Butthole and Joe on Twitter or email us at buffcoatandbeaverpod at gmail.com or search that on Facebook. And then next week we've got... Um, Great day and canned. B&B have a great day. And uh, that's our last episode of the season. Is it subject to change? Yeah, still could. So subject to change. What isn't subject to change is my adoration for you, Clay. Another great episode. Great job. Hey, right back at you. Even though we can't can't get on the same page, what's best? But you know what? We're professionals by God, and we push through. We're saluting. No one can see us, but yeah. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Rod Munch, huh?